Well, welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Yes, this is Monday, not Sunday, but sometimes there are more important things than me just doing this podcast. After all, I'm not sure that many people listen to it, and I hope those that do are enjoying it and getting something from it. But had a granddaughter's birthday to go to, and when we got all of that done, rounded up and wrapped up, it just wasn't time to be able to do the podcast. What I want to talk to you about today is I've been talking with a lot of people that are having a lot of issues, and they are not knowing how to deal with these issues. Some are medical issues, some are emotional issues due to deaths, or even the ones that are medical is kind of emotional because it has to do with things that could possibly be wrong with their health, but maybe not really wrong with their health. They don't know yet. They don't have enough information yet to know if there's anything they need to worry about or not. But nonetheless, there's a lot that is on their mind. I had one young lady come in, and she's been talking to me quite a bit at the jail, and I've been helping her with some spiritual matters. She is a Native American, and she practiced Native spirituality plus Christianity, and how could the two blend together, and how could she understand some things? And I said something to her one time, because she made a comment, and she says, I suppose you're going to tell me it's all in my head. And I looked at her, and I smiled, and I said, well, in fact, I am going to tell you, it is all in your head. And she kind of looked at me with a frown on her face, and she was kind of upset. You could tell, a little pensive. And I said, but I'm not telling you it's all in your head like I see in your face that you perceive other people are telling you it's all in your head. I think you feel like they were telling you that there's nothing really wrong and that it's all in your head. It's all in your imagination. It's not real. It's not anything going on. You're just thinking it up. And I said, but that's not how I mean it. I want you to know that I do think all things are in your head, in the sense that most of our lives are directed by our thoughts and our emotions that bring on thoughts. But it still has to run through our brain even when an emotion comes up and we think about it and we either get angry, glad, sad, mad, whatever it is, it goes through our head. So in a way, when we worry, when we stress, when we have anxiety, now let me pause here for a second and say, yes, there are some chemical imbalances that cause us to be anxious or depressed or other things in the mental illness or mental health realm. But a lot of times when those things are missing, there's no chemical imbalance, there's nothing going on medically or physically within our brains that something isn't working or firing right, that all of this anxiety and this anxiousness is due to our thoughts. So it is in our head. That's where it starts. And that's also where it can end. Yesterday, I take notes during the sermon, and I'm not always sure I get everything the preacher wants me to get out of them, as I'm quite sure when I was a minister, not everybody got everything that I thought they needed to get out of or wanted them to get out of a sermon. But I wrote a thing down because he started talking about algorithms, and he started talking about Facebook and Google. Have you ever noticed if you go look something up, Pretty soon on Instagram or Facebook or when you open Google, there's an advertisement for what you're looking at or an article to read. You might like this. 
And it's all based on an algorithm that looks as people look at certain words or ads or things, and then they pop it up because, let's face it, Facebook, Google, and a lot of other places that do not charge you any money make money by selling you stuff through their advertising, and they get a portion of it. Some would say a kickback or whatever you want to say, but they get part of the money. So as I thought about that fact that algorithms look at where we're looking, what we're thinking about, what we're checking out, and then it makes recommendations for us. And, you know, our brain is the basis of most computers. How our brain works is how they came up with computers. And so in all these people that have been talking with an employee that was trying to improve their life, be a better leader, this girl between the Native American and then a lady that came down and talked to me today about some possible medical issues that are going on. And it just hit me that our thoughts can drive us to despair or it can drive us to hope, depending on the algorithm, because our thoughts form an algorithm of hope or despair. Algorithm sees what you watch and gives suggestions. I think that works also with our emotions and our thoughts. As we begin to think more and look at things in a certain perspective a way, then our brain becomes used to that. As I was reading in an article of the day, and I cannot remember what the term is, but if you go out and buy a new car, and we did this, we bought a Subaru Ascent a couple of years ago, and then all of a sudden all we saw was Ascents. They were everywhere. Now, those cars had been there all the time, but it's a phenomenon that goes on in your brain that you begin to see those things. Or you buy certain cookware or anything else, or certain clothes, certain color clothes, and you begin to see those. So that led me to what I wanted to say to you today and get you to think about. What algorithm are you putting in place in your mind? Is it an algorithm of despair and agony and woe is me, as he all used to say? Or is it an algorithm of hope, of trust, of belief in a better day? Not saying that today is really good or whatever may have happened to you was an excellent thing and felt really good. No, no, that's far from what I'm saying. But I'm saying if we have more an algorithm of gratitude, an algorithm of being able to forget what's behind and looking as my scripture that I adhere to says, looking forward to what's ahead, maybe, just maybe, our life would be a lot better because we put an algorithm of hope and faith in our lives and instead of an algorithm of despair and doom. I really want you to think about that this week. Where do your thoughts lead you to? What are your thoughts most of the time? What's the first thing that comes up? Is it fear? Is it suspicion? Is it lack of trust? Or is it full of hope and gratitude and trust and faith in the possibilities of good rather than the the inevitability of something bad? Are you more of a Murphy's Law? If something will go wrong, it will. Are you more towards Pollyanna? I don't think you should be either one. I think you should be somewhere in the middle. But I think your brain sets up that algorithm. So as you go through this next week, what algorithm are you using 
to process the events of your life? An agonizing algorithm of despair or a lifting algorithm of hope? Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.